Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Up in Flames. I'm your host, but more importantly, your advocate, Abby Bolt. Today we are talking about the recent FBI harassment nightmare. You know, all this harassment stuff, it's not just women. It's men too. It's a workplace issue. It's just that it seems to be focused on women in a way that captures the news stories more often than not. Last week, 16 women, including seven who still work at the FBI, all filed a harassment lawsuit about what happened to them at the Academy in Quantico. In a recent article from the Washington Times, talks about how the women were subjected to a hostile work environment over sexual harassment, unfairly punished for behavior that was excused for their male counterparts. So hostile work environment, overt sexual harassment, and they were punished for behavior that their male counterparts were not. They also alleged the candidate review process and said that it was biased towards recruits. The article goes on to talk about how the FBI has intentionally allowed the Good Old Boy Network to flourish unrestrained at the FBI Academy. Recruits' complaints range from one saying that she was sexually harassed and marked for her disability, while others were alleged that they were constantly badgered for sex by the male recruits. One recruit alleged in the lawsuit that two men pressured her for sex in the back of a car, while others encouraged her to sneak off into an empty room. A 55-year-old agent slipped her his number, while another agent texted her 15 times a day until she told him to stop. I would like to say that I don't think these things happen, that I think that it's just somebody that's upset and wanting to sue someone. But guys, that's not the case. It's not. And I have seen it happen. I've had it happen to me. And I was recently just helping a gal who reached out to me looking for help because almost verbatim she was dealing with the same thing from a fire chief. I saw the texts. I heard the voicemails. It happens. The plaintiffs who trained at Quantico between 15 and 2018 said in their lawsuit that 80% of the recruits dismissed from their class prior to graduation were female. That's 80% dismissed from the class were female. Now, is that because of physical ability, because of physical training, or was it just that they were getting judged in a different way than their male counterparts? The FBI, can, it's not like it's the Marines, okay? I mean, yeah, there's definitely a physical fitness part to it, so I think it's going to be very interesting what they find out from this. According to data provided by the FBI, the average graduating class is about 20% female. So in 2019, females accounted for 36% of all special agent apps, topping their target goal of 33%. So they're actually going for a 33% goal of applications, and they're, they're exceeding it by 3%. The complaint also names the former FBI Director James Comey and Mark Morgan, who's currently the acting director of the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement. One woman, Lauren Rose, said she kicked up her complaint to then-Mr. Comey after she, she was discharged from the academy in 2015, one week before she was going to graduate. Despite having worked with the Bureau since 2009, Ms. Rose insists she was given no reason for the dismissal. She said Mr. Comey denied the discrimination and sent her a letter encouraging her to encouraging her to the pain to reflect on her strengths and weaknesses. Oh my God, if I, once again, I would like to think that this is just some load of bull being served up to somebody who's a complainer, but it's not. This, I've seen this same sort of behavior happen repeatedly in my federal agency because they think that if you reach out and you try to actually do something about it or speak up and then they send you back something like that, like, oh, this is time to reflect on your strengths and weaknesses. One that I really heard, a lot that was starting to drive me crazy is, Abby, this is a teaching moment. That's how whenever I would call out something that was just completely blatantly harassing or discriminatory on how I was being treated with something like this, I would be told, this is a teaching moment. Like that would wash away everything that they might have been doing wrong. Like, oh, well, we were just trying to teach you a lesson. So listen up, little girl. Another woman who still works there at the Bureau, Paula Berg, she claimed she was penalized for not using a flashlight in a dark setting during a training trial. Let me say this again. 
She was penalized for not using a flashlight, but she says a male colleague who made the same mistake was not disciplined. She and nine other women spoke with NBC about the lawsuit. Miss Bird said it became very clear that there were people that they considered that needed to be watched. So they were choosing like, okay, these ones, watch out for them. Let's find something wrong with them. And that group was mostly females. When you're in that group, you don't know what you're doing. You're not very good. We're going to watch your every move you make because we're expecting you to fail. And we all know that if you're expected to fail, chances are pretty high that you're not going to succeed. You know, is it surprising that this is coming out? You know, I was reading some more stuff about um, some marine training issues at Paris Island yesterday, and so similar to this, so similar to so many of these situations. And you know, looking back a little more on some of the information here, looking at the NBC News report, talking more about Rose, she alleges that Mark Morgan, now the acting director, took issue with her attitude during her oral presentation, but would provide no substantiation to support why he felt that way. At that time, in 2015, Morgan was a deputy assistant director of the FBI and handled new recruits for the Bureau. I, sometimes I read these things, and I think that it's the same story just being reproduced in different agencies. It's just crazy because it's the same thing that a lot of people are dealing with. Now, is it just women? No, this is just anybody they decide to pick on. In a culture that is mainly male-dominated, the woman is the different one. They're the sometimes the outcast one just based on numbers. Now, if you put, if you have a huge female-dominated situation and you have just a few guys, I could see that same kind of thing happening. They're the they're the one, they're the small group, they're the little guy, and they're easy to pick on, or maybe they don't believe that they belong there. So this isn't surprising to me. It's just that it keeps happening in these male-dominated places because the way that they place the harassment can be so blatant, and they don't even see that it's happening. That's what really drives me crazy is that unconscious bias, like an unconscious discrimination, that they don't even realize it. Because a lot of times, the people who are doing it are good people. They just they don't even see it in themselves. The frustrating part in all of this is the the stories again and again and again of how maybe there was a hiccup by a male or excuse me, maybe there was a hiccup by a female recruit, just a basic thing, but then a male recruit would make the same mistake and it would not be a big deal at all. That's what's just just crazy. And right here I'm seeing a picture of a gal who was training at Quantico with a handgun and she was intentionally maced a part of her training. Now that picture being shown may make it look like the poor female is getting thrashed, but I would almost bet they're doing that to all the male and female recruits. So that kind of a thing, I don't like it when they make it appear as if a gal is getting picked on more than a guy. That can be a complete misrepresentation, so that can be a little bit troubling. I'm not sure, looking at this picture, if that's the case. That picture was provided by the gal who's in it, so it's it's hard to say. Were the girls maced a little more often, or were they... Treated in a way that would cause them to fail, very possible, and I'm sure all of that will come out. So where do we go with all this? Where do we go with another story of another agency, of another issue, where a big chunk of women are stepping up and saying, not me. They're not saying me too. They're saying, not me. You're not doing this to me anymore. They've dealt with some pretty nasty stuff that's not fair, and it's not just the women that they're going to try and protect by standing up and doing the right thing. It's anybody that's getting picked on unfairly in a group setting like that. Not me. Not them. Not my son, not my sister. Like what I'm doing right now with Up in Flames podcast is I'm bringing attention to these things. I'm blowing open some doors and discussing some things so that 
people realize it is not okay. Like my little boy, for instance, they have a bullying issue at his school. Not my son. I'm not going to let it happen to him. I'm going to do what I can. And what's crazy is that all of these discussions we're having, they're almost verbatim to the discussions we have about children in school. It's just in an adult setting with adult level situations. So come on, folks, let's keep doing the right thing. Let's keep choosing the hard right over easy silence. I guarantee you there were bystanders in these situations at the FBI Academy. I promise you there were. Ones who probably some of them were like, damn right, I got away with that and she got hammered. But I bet there were some who were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe she got in trouble for something that I did too, for a mistake that I did as well. Are these people sticking up? Are these men standing up for the women they were standing next to? They're supposed to be a team. They're supposed to be a brotherhood. They're supposed to take care of each other. I would be really curious to find out how many of them are actually speaking up and out for the women that they were standing next to. It'll be interesting to see as the court case moves on how that plays out. So thank you for being here for another episode of Up in Flames. If you like what I'm doing, if you appreciate what I'm doing, please come be a patron. Visit patreon.com slash up in flames and support this effort. I want support from you, my peers, my friends, my believers, not just from marketing companies. I want to do this because you believe in me and you believe in what I'm doing. So patreon.com, up in flames. You can see it all there and get a hold of all the behind the scenes stuff that's happening just for the patrons we're sharing that. If you're dealing with something and you're not sure what to do, you're not sure maybe if you're at that point where you should turn to an attorney or you should get help or maybe someone is accusing you of something that you don't believe happened or you don't believe is true and you need an attorney or you think you might be at that place, send me an email at abbyatupinflames.org and if I don't have the answer, I will turn you to some resources that absolutely do. Now, go forth, do great, and always choose the hard right over easy silence.